Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 38 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony, sitting right next to me as always is my pal DeQuincy. And, uh, well, today's a bittersweet day for us. Uh, we're back from our uh, Christmas okay. holidays and whatnot. How was your Christmas? It was good, it was good. Uh, stayed home this year. Uh, just every, I've been sick leading up to Christmas, so I uh, just decided to stay home and not do anything. Uh, it was nice. Got some presents, which was very cool. Um, and just what you get? Around. Come on, what you get? Well, I think I got the last like great, uh, like uh, great uh, physical right. item that I'll ever get. <laughs> you yeah. know, because uh, you know, unless I'm getting the keys to a house or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got the uh, the complete series of Seinfeld on DVD. Man, I'm very excited about this. It's like staring at me from across the room. I got it propped right in front of me, man. Uh, how many DVDs are in this? Um, uh, well, the whole series, but I think they put it on like like 20 discs or something like that. It is a ridiculous number. You open it up, and it, it was like an encyclopedia. Pretty much. It's kind of like my, my brain, if you open up my brain on Seinfeld. Uh, but yeah, that was cool. Like I was really excited. I was not expecting it. Um, so now I don't have to record it on, on television. Um, and I don't have to watch it as much on syndication either. Open up all that TV space now. Dude, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was cool. Like that was uh, probably the big item that I got this year. I was very excited about that. Um, how about you? How was your Christmas? I was all right. I uh, went over to my aunt's house to eat. There was about ooh, low estimate about twenty twenty five people over there. Nice bunch of kids. I stayed over there for like an hour. I went, came in, ate, and then got out once all the little kids started to get a little rambunctious. Yeah, thank you. Rambunctious. That's that's the way to do it. Absolutely. Uh, And then as far as gifts, um, I I got a weight bench from my grandmother. So, you know, no longer be a fat boy. Uh, What else did I get? Oh, I got this new watch for my girlfriend. It's another, uh, who is it? Uh, my, uh, Michael Kors watch, except this one's all silver, instead of the black one right here. Oh, okay. So that, this one right here that I'm wearing right now, this is just my around town watch. That one. Gotcha. The silver one's going to be my styling and profiling watch. I hear that. Woo! All right. <laughs> Very cool. That's good to hear, man. Uh, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to go out, a bunch of us, uh, on the town, yeah. so we can check it out because uh, I won't see it until then. <laughs> no, you <he> won't. <laughs> uh, cool, man. That sounds good. That's, uh, you know, it was, it's good to be back. Uh, it's been what five days since we recorded, yeah. which seems for, like as much as we as much as we've recorded over the past couple of months, it seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to, to get back get back in there. Uh, but again, like I said, it's a bittersweet day. We're back from the holidays, um, but we're recording on a Sunday, the last day of the regular season of football. Uh, we watched our Texans, Houston Texans, uh, get the victory, twenty-three to seventeen over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we watched in the background as Kansas City pulled off the victory over San Diego with a backup quarterback, Chase Daniels, which was cool. Uh, but we also witnessed Baltimore coming back to beat the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, uh, thus Browns on a Brown. Right. Thus, dashing our hopes of making the playoffs this season. Remember when um, uh, during the draft, Johnny Football said he if he didn't get drafted by the Texans, he would make them pay. 
Well, he did. By <laughs> having that crazy party the night before, he had a party on Saturday, <coughs> and apparently the reason Josh um, Gordon got suspended is because he missed a walkthrough or something like that. Partying too damn much. Wow. Wait, so the party was on Saturday? Yeah. And Gordon got suspended, I guess, Sunday Sunday morning? I believe so, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's 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 a shame. Or was it on Friday? It was either... No, it probably was on Friday because he was suspended on Saturday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I wasn't too, too caught up on the story, but... Wow, he... Man, talk about payback. Yes, yeah, screwed us out of a um, playoff spot, which, in turn, maybe they really... One person, the only team that really screwed the Texans out of the playoffs were the Texans. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to I was talking to a buddy of mine about um, the playoff scenario yesterday, and it was just just too much. We needed too much help for the playoffs. Too much for any team uh, to to make any kind of impact in the playoffs. And if you need that much help just to get in the playoffs, that probably it says a lot. That says that you're probably not going to go very far, anyways. Um, so it was. It was fun while it lasted. I, I didn't have too high hopes that we would actually make the playoffs. Um, figured we would win the game, uh, but those other two games were definitely up in the air for me. Um, made it, yeah. So it, it made it you know tough to tough to follow, but uh, it was a bounce back season, no less for this team. Um, yeah, exactly. Last year went two and fourteen, going nine and seven. This year with the um, turnstile that we had a quarterback, you gotta say it was successful and getting nothing out of Clowney. Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure, man. You gotta say it was a successful year for the Texans, even if you know we are sitting here at this point that we're not gonna make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then you ask yourself, how far would they have gone to playoffs anyway? How far do you think they would have gone? One, <laughs> one, one and done. done. <laughs> they would have been a wild card team heading towards. Uh, they would have been in the sixth seed, so let's see who would they've been taking on. Probably uh, number three seed, which is so Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, that could be Pittsburgh or Cincinnati, depending on how tonight's game ends. That's right. Uh, I think you're right. So I'm one and done, especially with um, problems at quarterback. Yes, let's talk about our quarterback real quick. Um, Next year, how do you see it playing out? Your choices are Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Mallett, uh, Case Keenum, going through the draft, or going through free agency. Free agency or trade. Really? Yeah. And who's out there, do you think? Uh, I, pretty much anybody. Anybody but that group of, of quarterbacks right now. And here's why. If you are serious about contending for a title, you're not going to win with a rookie. You're not going to win with a second-year guy. Um Get someone who, if, if you're looking to win now, you go get an experienced quarterback. And uh, you have you have Savage sit behind this guy all year, watch him develop Savage. Because Savage, obviously, you, you drafted him that high this past season for a reason. So that means they, you know, they want this guy to, to lead the team into the future. Um, but right now, let's let's get someone in here that. Um, not necessarily that's won a Super Bowl, but someone who has played with with uh, with experienced receivers, who's played with with good receivers, um, what you know, and who's who has played with with good running backs. I mean, I hate to say it, it's kind of crazy saying, but look at Jay Cutler. 
Look at Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler has played with some really good players. He knows how to play with experienced veterans. That, um, and he would come into a situation with guys that want to win, and and guys that would have no problem putting him in check. If did you seriously just say Jay Cutler? I did. Really? And here's why. He's well, no, no, he's he's not going to come into a situation where he's the man. Like he's this is his team. He's coming into a team that this is JJ Watt's team. That's this is Andre Johnson's team. Guys that that are going to put him in check if he you know. If he shows signs of, of not wanting to be a team, if, if he's uh, you know slacking off, you know these are the kind of guys that can that will that I think could could turn him around and get in his face and say, "Look, man, we're we're here to win a title. We're not you know it's it's title." You, you don't think there's point. guys on the Bears that will get in his face do the exact same thing? No, really, no. When they're when I'm just gonna go out and live and say when. The quarterback coach is coming out and saying that they have buyer, buyer's remorse for spending so much money on Jay Cutler. Well, that's that's he a really price tag. Should, yeah. Jay Cutler is 30, 31. He is what he is. He is the Jeff George of our generation. All the talent, and he just makes stupid mistakes. I don't want that guy on my team. But I you're paying him $16, 17000000 million a, a year. I still think he comes into not necessarily a better receiving core. Because no, you can't argue no, with Brandon no. Marshall and, and Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, but you're coming into a receiving core with, with Andre Johnson, who is at the end of his run. I mean, he's getting there. But you, can, you can tell this guy wants to win. The right Bears now. two guys are better than the Texas two. Oh, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Because, like I said, Andre is, is getting close to the end. And uh, DeAndre, is, DeAndre Hopkins is ascending. You know, he's, he's getting more... More looks. He's getting. He's catching more balls, um, and I think. I think it would be. It would be an interesting situation for everybody involved. It would be interesting after you tear off your your hair when he throws three picks in a game, and walks off the field like nothing happens. I guarantee you offered that trade up to a Chicago Bears fan. You wouldn't even have to offer anything. They would like, please, just take them. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, because the team, like, those people, those fans, those players, that organization, they're ready to get rid of him. But, I mean, aren't you a guy that always talks about second chances and blah, 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 and all that stuff for players? Yes. Why not this guy? You get a second chance that there are things outside your control. That are affecting you. There's nothing outside of Jay Cutler's control that's affecting him. Well, He's else, not a good quarterback. Who else could we go get? That's what I was going to ask you. You want to go through the list of free agent quarterbacks? Free agents or, or trades, guys that we can trade for. If we're going to make a run at a guy and try to tra- trade for a guy, I want to see him go after Robert Griffin III. That's what I was thinking. Well, that's that would be second on my list for sure. That's first on my list. Go after the guy who there's a reason why he's failed and it's he, the injury he had two years ago, coming to coming back too fast from the rehab, and um, the the organization dysfunction. You have a reason for his failure. Uh, you want to go through this list and see who free agents? Go ahead. I want no, to. I don't because none of those players interest me at all. Look at there's nobody on that list. I mean, what Matt Flynn? I'd make a run at Colt McCoy or Austin Davis. Uh, Sure, okay, but you're not going to win a Super Bowl with those guys. Uh, and you probably won't win a Super Bowl with Cutler either, but I think you'd have a better chance. But you're not going to win with, I mean, you'd have this a point, better chance, Terry, again, just going insane with Cutler. I'm not a Cutler fan, just the way he acts, 
the lack of preparation think, he has. Go well, ahead. then who? Well, then who out there do you think could lead this team to a, a title right now with the team that we have? Get rid of Keenum. Get rid of uh, Fitzpatrick. Get rid of these guys. Put these guys, you know, uh, Savage and and Mallet on the bench, second and third string. Right now, who who can lead this team to a Super Bowl? I told you, RG. Robert Green. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's my choice. I mean, what do you think Cutler can lead them to a Super Bowl? I think he could get them to a Super Bowl. Do you want to look at Cutler's contract real quick? I don't care about the contract. We already know what the contract is. The contract is ridiculous. You that's better not- care about the contract because the contract is too big. You realize you have a salary cap. Well, if that's, the contract's that's- too big, you can't build around it. That's not for me to, to worry about. That's what the team that is for them to worry about. Because if there's too, if you can't build around the team, you can't you but can't you, upgrade. But you're just asking for my opinion. My opinion is to get that guy. And if if it's out of the confines of you know uh, the salary structure, then okay, then you move on. You pick someone else. But I'm I'm just saying. Not considering any of that stuff, right now you put that guy on this team. I think you got a better chance. You got a better chance than than Case Keenum and uh, and Fitzpatrick. You're not saying much, though. So. Yeah. I just I just look at him when he plays and just sees the nonchalant attitude. The Do you want to go go to? The I mean, ideally, I mean, I mean, look. Obviously, you want to get you want to get Russell Wilson. You want to get Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Or guys like that who, who want or proven winners, but that's not possible right now. I know, but what does Jay Cutler want? Jay Cutler hasn't won anything either. Nobody, none of these guys have won anything. I'm just saying that I, I would like to see him. I, I think it would be interesting to see how he would fare on this team. My guess is poorly, but I'd rather have him than anybody on on our current roster right now at quarterback. Because Savage isn't ready to, to win right now. Uh, Mallet isn't ready to win right now. How can you say Mallet isn't really ready? He had one game where he was um, – he looked like a professional player when he had – what game was that? I can't remember which game. So like week 13? The win against the, the ass-kicking they handed to Cleveland. Yeah. And then the week after he had a torn tricep where he couldn't – Get within five yards of a receiver. Was it torn? I thought it was a torn peck. Torn peck, torn tricep, whatever. Something was torn. I'd rather give Mallet a shot than go go after Jay Cutler. <laughs> Tell me, what's the difference? What's the difference between the two? I don't know. I don't know much about Mallet to begin with. But he's, you know, he's not a. He hasn't been a starter his whole career. Um, and right now, I just feel like we're at the point where we're wasting time. Uh, with this you know, trying out guys that have been career backups and whatnot, why not go go out and get someone who has started, who who's you know who has been who's proven somewhat, not not proven what, proven to be a starter at least. Hell, we don't have anybody. Technically, Fitzpatrick has proven that he's a starter. He's a journeyman though. He's been around for way too long, and you know all I know about Fitzpatrick is that he's got a he had a. Ridiculously long beard or thick beard that he couldn't uh, strap his chin strap with. But that's that's about it. And what do you know about Jay Cutler? Uh, Pro Bowl quarterback? Is he not? Is he not a Pro Bowl quarterback? Well, come on, come on. What else do you know? Uh, that's about it, really. And he makes a lot of money. That's about it. <laughs> he knows two things about the guy. He wants the team to. to, to 
to, to win, not not build around. You're not going to build around Cutler. I'm saying if you want to win now. Obviously, he didn't win now, win now with the Bears, with the season they just had. Well, I think we have a better team than the Bears. I think we have a much better team on defense. The Bears had a good team on defense, but they got old, they retired, and they no longer focus on that. I think there's enough, we have enough on this team to to put this guy in check and to to get him going. All I'm going to say is they sat him this year for Jimmy Clausen. That's my out. Drop the mic. Okay, fine. But he, he well, hopefully that'll be the kick in the pants that he needs. And if it's not, then, you know, again, we're just wasting time. But I think we'll, I, I wouldn't mind. I would, I'm very curious about Robert Griffin III. Uh, but that's, it's either those two guys for me. If you're looking at, at guys that are available, it would be those two guys right now. But I would take a pass on Keenum. I would take a pass on Fitzpatrick um, and work to build or to, to develop Mallet and Savage. I roll with long term. Long term, I can see Savage and, and Mallet vying for that, that spot, no doubt. But short term, Cutler or Griffin are the way to go. There's no sense in drafting a quarterback right now. Uh, another quarterback, especially in the first round or, you know, whenever. Now, unless Jameis Winston happens to fall to you. Sure. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not big on on rookie quarterbacks coming in right now to lead the team to win. I was just gonna say, don't you say anything about his attitude when you just use we have veterans in the locker room that will keep Jay Cutler in track. Don't use. Mer- uh, um, that on Winston. No, he's a rookie. I don't, you know, he's not. I, I can't see a rookie right now coming onto this team, to our team, and and getting us over that hump. Those are guy, guys like that are guys that will go to, to lesser teams and help them, you know, regain form or whatever or improve. But not put over, not put someone over the hump. And I, I don't think we need that. And I think we need a veteran guy, you know, who's who's ready for something. I don't know for anything. So Cutler or Griffin, one and two for me. You're doing Griffin one, and everybody else who cares. So okay, we know where you stand, and we know that Cutler is at the the very end of that list. Exactly. Okay. I'm holding on. Other than that, I think this team is in good shape. We are a quarterback away from being a legitimate contender. Agreed. And it's sad that it's taken us this long. It's t- it's still taking us this long to uh, to get there. We've had Andre Johnson for twelve years. We've had, uh, you know, well, really, you know, it's Andre Johnson for twelve years, and along that run, we've put together some really great pieces. We've put in place really good, great pieces with Watt, uh, with Cushing, with Foster. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Okay. Is Eric Foster the best and most fragile running back in football right now? There's got to be someone I'm not thinking of. Hold on, I can go through This guy quick. gets hurt every play, it seems like. he His hamstrings are... Are they like, you know, on, are they literally shoestrings at this point? I mean, it seems like every week he's dealing with hamstring issues. 
a, a hamstring issue, or he's getting pulled out of the game for an extended period of time. And this has been going on for a long time. Last year, last year was what his back. The year before, it was his uh, I think hamstring or knees or something like that. But this guy is, and he's such a good running back. That's what's so frustrating is that when he gets on the outside, he is probably the most dynamic running back out there, or top five at least, top three, I would say. But he gets hurt all the time. It's it's amazing. Uh, did you ask me if he's the most injured, talented back? Yeah, probably. I mean, the most fragile, um, the most fragile top running back out there. I really can't think of anybody else right now. I'll look that up. You're asking a very good question. You want him to run out of town? No. Trade Arian Foster for Jay Cutler? That's no, I want him to, I don't know, you know, take more vitamins or something. Man, my God. I mean, he, would you not say it's been frustrating watching this guy get hurt week after week? This year? No. Not with Blue uh, backing him up, who's been a pretty good running back. No, but, uh, I mean, throughout this entire his entire run. Imagine what he would do if he was healthy for a full season. Like he's already shown that. He's, he's rushed, what, for 14, 15, 1,600 yards in multiple seasons? He, run, he rushed for, what, over 1,000 yards this year, and that was in a limited amount of time. Imagine if he played the whole season. He probably would be right behind uh, Murray or... Is there a more talented back that gets hurt more often? Ryan Matthews. Uh, what was the other guy looking at? Darren McFadden. But those guys haven't produced to the uh, produced as much as, as Foster has, even when when hurt. It's it's tough, uh, man. It's who it's hurt tough. you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Foster, you hurt my feelings, man. Like. Is he all on your fantasy team? Is that why? No, not no. That's that. That's not it at all. It's just he has so much potential, and he gets hurt a lot, man. But I do like Blue. Uh, I I do like that. You know, he was able to handle the the load early on when he when when Foster got hurt, um, and then who was Jonathan Grimes? Grimes? Yeah. You know, he handled himself pretty well today. Um, but it's when you've got a guy like. Like Foster, it's it's just really tough, you know, seeing him get hurt time and time again. Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Can we go back to the quarterbacks for a second? There's something else I want to ask sure. before we got distracted by your man crush on Jay Cutler. Uh, is there a quarterback more overrated than Case Keenum? Oh, absolutely. It, it's the Houston effect, you know. It's just he's, he's from Houston or he's from Texas or whatever. He went to U of H. So anybody that has any kind of affiliation with the University of Houston is, you know, I mean, praying to this man essentially I was, as like a savior or whatever. Well, and it's he's not that good. I was watching the game today and it seemed like he couldn't throw a pass longer than 10 yards. He threw Everything he, was like short slants or curl routes or like eight yards out. He threw a ball into the dirt. I've never seen that in a professional game. I mean, it, it it didn't arc at all. It just went straight down into the dirt, and there was no he wasn't be, he wasn't hurried or anything. There wasn't anybody around him. He just threw the ball and he missed the target, and it just hit the dirt. It was weird. Very but yeah, he's, I, he's so overrated because, like you said, the Houston factor. 
I think you know, any other team, he'd be like their second or third string quarterback. And we'd have all these people clamoring for him to be the starter. He's not that good, people. He's, he's really not. I, you know, I hate to, to, uh, to be so blunt to our you know, Houston audience, but it's just that's the case. I mean, he's, he's not going to win you a Super Bowl. That's for sure. See, agreed. Uh, what other questions do I have for you? Defense? I mean, how are we looking on defense? Do we, do we need anything else? We just need Clowney to get back. To come back and maybe do something, salvage that pick, and that's kind of risky because the surgery he's having is the um, microfracture. microfracture surgery. Whatever I hear, microfracture. I think Greg, o- Greg Oden, and we all know how that worked out. Greg Oden, Andrew Bynum. Um, but there, I read a study of, from I can't remember the doctor's name, but he said that uh, microfracture will work better on a football player than a basketball player because. You're running on grass or turf. You're not running on hard boards, and you don't jump as often. Right. Um, it's just a little worried because Clowney, when he was in college, he relied on his quickness and his athleticism, mm-hmm. and this surgery might rob him some of it. Yeah, that's, that's scary, man. Um, I'm not going to say he's a bust already because it's just too early. I mean, you, you would there was there, there really wasn't any impact rookie out there except Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and that was after he started making ridiculous catches. And honestly, there was no way the uh, I was at Rockets that the Texans were going to take a wide receiver in the first round anyway. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you know, who else out there made that much of an impact? Your boy Khalil Mack. Uh, I guess I really didn't hear much. I mean, I know he was out there and produced, but mm-hmm. you know. You didn't hear anything about him throughout the... I didn't really hear anything about him throughout the year. Maybe it's just the West Coast thing. Um, but just being on the West Coast. Right? I was going to say more like just being with the Raiders. That too. Um, but, you know, really all... The only player that really stood out was was uh, Beckham Jr. And Clowney because everybody talked about how... And, well, and I guess Manziel, but mm-hmm. he played, what, a game and a quarter, essentially? <laughs> yeah. Um, and... You know who actually ended up with the most wins out of all the rookie quarterbacks? Johnny Manziel? Nope. Oh, uh, who was it? Was it Bortles? Nope. I don't know. It was Teddy Bridgewater. Which ah. Once again, proving that the those workouts, they don't mean a thing. Because remember, he had, an awesome, he had an excellent season at Louisville his last year. And he had the workout, and it went poorly. He didn't throw his throws were inaccurate, mm-hmm. and people were just and just salvaged him. And it just comes out, and he proves that he was the best rookie quarterback. It's like those workouts, those draft workouts, shouldn't mean as much as the tape you have yeah. from playing. When you're actually playing against live opponents. And it just sucks because the Texans were this close to drafting <laughs> him. If the Vikings didn't trade back up in the first round to snatch him at the 36, I believe he was either 31st or 32nd pick. Texans would have drafted him in the, with the first pick of the second round. This, this close. Missed out. And he's on such a, I don't know, just an oblivious team. that Without Peterson, there's yeah. nothing there. And he... Well, wow, he's, there's no star power, I should say. I guess he was just steady and consistent. He mm-hmm. didn't really like do anything flashy. So... He just seemed like he was just a veteran who's been out there just playing. Like, 
with a name like that, it's just it, you just kind of blend oh. it in. Oh wait, he was out there playing as a very. But you said you said that rookies quarterbacks don't help. What? What? Huh? Woo! Not a superstar veteran, but just a veteran who's out there. Huh? Woo. We're past that. I'm past that. Huh? Woo. What? Huh? Oh no! I don't think we. I mean, we would have got. I think we would have gotten in the playoffs with a healthy Bridgewater, but not. I mean, title bound. I don't think. We got neither right now. That's yeah. it. So, I mean, what else does this team really need to, uh, you know, to focus on going into the offseason? A consistent quarterback. They're probably going to shake up the line because I think Chris Myers, this is either his last year or next last year. I don't think he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, need to figure out the right side because between Brooks and – there's one other guy on the right whose name I can't remember. The, the Basically, the right side of the offensive line has been shaky, especially for the running game. Um, just That's about it. I mean, Andre Johnson is going to be another year older, and he'll officially be the number two next year to DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. The secondary came alive. I'm happy to see uh, Jonathan Joseph and Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson really made leaps and bounds this year. Yes. People finally got off his back. He played like a... A quality first round pick that he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, took to him took him quite a while, but he got there he, for sure. I mean, I remember they really need to find somebody either in the uh, in the front seven that'll take the pressure out of off a of Watt because it's basically is Watt and sometimes Crick. No, I was gonna say sometimes Cushing gets in mm-hmm. there, but that's about it. There's no other. Yeah, even. You know, somewhat dominant force. It's supposed to be clowny, but see all what happened there. Yeah, you can only do next. so much when your knee gives out. Yeah. Hopefully, they when it comes to clowny's rehab, they do the right thing. Just let him come back when he's ready and not rush it. Yeah, rush it. So he's there for the first game of the season. If he comes back in week four or five and he's excellent, you'll take that. Well, yeah, you won't I mean, complain. Definitely. Or at least above average. I'll take that right now. So, besides those, besides those uh, needs that we need to, I guess you know, worry about in the off season, this team looks pretty good. This team is looks exactly like it is right now. A team that's on the cusp, and it's just a few, couple of pieces away from contention once again. Yeah, um, how do you feel about the coaching staff? I. I like Bill O'Brien. I think he's been pretty. I think he had a good first season. I mean, if you, I mean, who I forgot who said it, but he essentially, he essentially got this team nine and seven with basically the same team from last year that went two and fourteen. I mean, it's a pretty good turnaround. So uh, it's I'm excited for next season. You know, I think um, I think we're headed headed in the right direction for sure. Uh, we just have to see what the you know what um, what the off season holds for us. We have to yeah, keep an sure. eye, keep an eye out for us, and we will. Oh yeah. So okay, next podcast will definitely be our last quarterly report. Sure, we'll talk about the last four or five weeks, and we'll get look ahead to the playoffs. <sighs> Tomorrow playoffs playoffs playoffs. <laughs> And then 
we'll be going into the new year. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask you. I'm sorry. Uh, your guess. Just put a percent on it. Chances that J.J. Watt wins the MVP. Oh, man. This. Okay. I was watching some of the pregame shows today. Mm-hmm. One channel, it was he was the consensus MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, I'm gonna I'll give it fifty fifty. Boo! As much as I wanted to win, uh, I mean, how often do we see a defensive player win? Once Lawrence Taylor back yeah. in '86, I believe. I mean, it was '84? I don't. He know. had three sacks today or in the season finale. Got over. He uh, got over the 20 mark. Again, only player in NFL history to have uh, multiple 20-sack seasons in his career. And he's not even close to being done. Imagine how many more he's going to get. God willing, he stays healthy the rest of the way. Um, He finished with 20 and a half sacks, five total touchdowns. It's unreal. A safety. A safety, which he got today. Um, I mean... Bundle, you know, bundles and bundles of tackles. Yeah. Uh, but right now, I, I think only 50-50. But I think it's uh, that's not a, that's that's not a bad um, it's not a bad spot to be in because there really there's maybe one other player that you could probably maybe consider for it. But that's it. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, maybe the next one we'll do, we'll rank. Well, who's your guess to? Who, uh, your team, I mean player, what player do you think will win the MVP? Uh, I think it'll come down to, I'm not going to say who right now because I, I, I want it to be Watt. But I think it'll come down to Watt and uh, Rodgers at this point. And they're the, the strongest uh, candidates right now. Yes, I think because just by everybody else is canceled by someone else on their own team. I mean, you say Romo, Murray. You say Murray's the MVP, and for Brady, Gronk. Yeah, and the only person that um, I've seen anybody even talk about is uh, Ben Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. and I think he kind of sh- he's third. I would say, man. If for me putting a percentage on it, I would say Watt has like a thirty percent chance to win, because you wouldn't believe if you go on like social media or like the other day I was watching PTI and Mike Wilbon was talking about he can't get his MVP vote for someone whose team doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah, which is a uh, uh, rant coming, which is the dumbest thing ever. You're he, you're basically penalizing JJ Watt because of the crappy quarterbacks he had. It's the Mike Trout Miguel Cabrera argument all over again. This guy is excellent, but I can't give it to him because his other teammates are good enough to get the entire team to the playoffs. I, I don't I don't understand it either. I mean, I think if you're good, you know, and, and this is this isn't and the these aren't awards for. Regular season and playoffs. This is yeah. Awards for the regular season. Mm-hmm. The best player during the regular season should win the award. And he was clearly one A or one B at this point. There's also the bias against defensive players because they don't have the ball in their hands all the time. That's why he had it five times. <laughs> <laughs> Six. Yeah. Well, no, five, five. But with the safety, I guess somewhat. And the fumbles he calls. Yeah. He calls. And, and it's like all the pressure that he puts on offense. I mean, watching games like uh, today against Jacksonville, last week against Baltimore, where he's doubled and triple team 
opens it up for other guys. And, and just, he's still getting making plays. Yes, and it's like if a defensive player can if Watt doesn't win it, then there's no way any defensive player should be allowed to win. They might as well just talk, call it the most valuable offensive player. Because it's ridiculous. Agreed. Agreed. <sighs> well, with that, you got anything else for the Texans? <sighs> I feel like a Cubs fan. There's always next year. <laughs> I feel like I've been saying that for like the past three years now. Yeah, it's kind of how, how it is at this point, but I don't know. Um, I'm going to gear up and get excited for next year. Very much so. Yeah. Next year will be so much better. I think next year they'll be. This has got to be the Colts, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. You know, both of those Colts games were in seven points. Man, if Fitzpatrick had to broke his leg or had his leg broken, they would have won that that game in Indianapolis. That defense was on fire. Yeah, man, it'd be a completely different story. We're, we're telling right here. Yeah. Oh well, them's the breaks. Anything else you want to say to the peeps? Uh, as always, thank you again for tuning in. For all the love and support, follow us on Twitter at ant underscore Garcia two eight eight. So difficult. <laughs> like you I have, really to, get it you have to pause and think about it every time. I'm new to this Twitter game. <laughs> How many times have you tweeted? Uh, just once so far, but I'm work on that. I will. And you're at at dq three two seven. And you can follow Q and A podcast two eighty eight at at two eighty eight underscore. <sighs> Sounds good. All right, we're all good. Ready? We're about to hit up this uh, Secret Santa party. What'd you get your Secret Santa? Uh, present. <laughs> you can tell who it is. What if he listens between now and then? You realize our Secret Santa is tonight, and I'm not putting this podcast out till tomorrow, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a couple of video games. Yeah. What'd you get? I got a... Uh, what did you get your your Secret Santa? Uh, a versus X, Avengers versus X-Men, the entire book, and um, The Godfather Blu-ray, all three movies. Nice. Uh, except for part three. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, as I'm handed to them, I'll, <laughs> I'll open it up and throw part three in the trash can somewhere. <sighs> all right. Wrap it up, man. Thanks again. We uh, talk to you guys soon. For Anthony, or for DeQuincy, my name is Anthony. <laughs> messing, it's too cold in here. You're messing up. All right, guys. For DeQuincy, for Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies. Are you sure? Positive. Later, babies.